So over the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear me talking about things related to Ramadan and then regular life things we're going through that we need support with. So um, today's one of those things where I'm going to give you some of the five power moves that you can do right now to make yourself ready in this time of year. This time of year is that time right before Ramadan. And I have a little secret I'm going to tell you about this time of year. Something that happens to almost everyone. I've never found somebody who it didn't happen to. Maybe it's you, but I don't know. We'll see. It could still happen. But anyway, something that happens to people that's kind of really bad right before Ramadan that I find most people experience. And I'm going to kind of tell you how to remedy that as a bonus, along with these five power moves you could do right now to make you put yourself in a good place before Ramadan, no matter what your situation is in your life right now. I got you covered. Let's do it. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week with topics that you care about. So if you are new to the podcast, I'm a mom of five, big sister to the community, licensed educator of 20 plus years, and I've kind of found it my mission to take those things that nobody's talking about that Muslim women are dealing with and showing you the how-to of how to do it. A lot of women, they hear amazing YouTube videos, inspirational lectures from Mashaikh, and then they're like, that sounds good, but that's not going to work for me. My life's like this. And so we say, no, 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 here's how to take the Quran and Sunnah and do it in your modern life. And you can do it. And we'll show you how. So we do that here on the podcast. We've also been recently been doing it on YouTube, showing you ways in YouTube that you can come into my home with my family and show you the visuals. A lot of people are like, I love the podcast, but the visual is kind of a bonus because now I get to see what you're saying and how you do it in real life. So this podcast is actually also going to be very similar to a YouTube video that I'll be putting up maybe within a week about the five things I'm talking about right now, the five power moves. And if you stay to the end, I have a bonus one about something that usually happens that completely throws everyone off. It happens, like I said, to almost everyone. I want to say everyone because I've never seen somebody it didn't happen to, but for sure, I bet you you're going to hear this one and go, oh my gosh, that's happening to me right now. Or, Allahu alam, maybe right before Ramadan it'll happen. And sometimes, a lot of times, it throws off people's whole Ramadan and they lose it. So we're going to make sure that doesn't happen to you. No worries. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about kind of like the five power moves that I'm doing right now. Ramadan can come with this excitement, but also this anxiety of how am I going to do this? I remember many years past when I had my work schedule and my kids, I would be so excited that Ramadan's coming, but then I'm like, oh, like, how am I going to fast and commute like this or do this or my paperwork or if I had exams, it was just, so I'm going to tell you some stuff you can do right now that's going to like ease you in. There's about a little over a month into Ramadan left and we're going to tell you right before what you can do now to kind of make sure that it's not like this abrupt situation and it, it won't take much from you every day. So I'll get into it right now. And like I said, by the end, I'll give you my super bonus tip on how to avoid this big thing that usually if it hasn't come already to you, sis, it might be on its way. And if you can prepare for it, you'll know how to deal with it. 
and get it out your way so it doesn't stop you this little all done all right we're also super busy here at mindful muslima just so you know like very busy so if things are slightly off schedule with podcasts and youtubes our team has been growing exponentially i think in the past year we grew by 300 percent in terms of people who are joining with us or viewers and our team has grown too as you know, I'm traveling, so in a couple days, I am gearing up and making sure everything is ready. It is so exciting, the stuff that is coming in Ramadan for you ladies. Very excited. I really want you to get excited. We have tons of cool giveaways that are coming out on Instagram. We have a um, five-day challenge, Ramadan prep, that's going to be coming up. We have a mentorship program to get really serious and personally meet with me regularly in Ramadan. I'm going to open that up for you ladies. And we also have an entire huge, like 20-plus lives that we're we're going to be doing all through Ramadan within Thrive Muslimah. So excited to see all that with you guys and get it all going. That's what I'm doing in the background. If you see me not on Instagram or anything as much, I'm really getting ready to have some fun with you ladies this Ramadan. All right, so let's jump right in here and talk about number one. So the first thing I'm doing, the first power move I'm making now is in Ramadan, it's the month of the Quran. Alhamdulillah. And for a lot of people, they aspire to read the whole Quran, right? In Arabic, in English, maybe you're going to be reading the translation. Maybe you're going to, everybody has their goals. And that's something, again, we're going to talk more about with the mentorship, with all the women, the program we're doing. But for now, what I want you to put in your mind is, regardless of what your particular goal is going to be with the Quran, we need to increase our reading right now just a little, and that's really because I want you to imagine in Ramadan to finish the whole Quran, you basically have to read a juz, you know, at a time. And so that is a lot of juz. So if you're not familiar with that, it's just like a, a multitude of surahs at a time. And so for someone who is slow in reading Arabic or they just haven't dedicated that much time in their life, it can seem really big to all of a sudden have to do that. So one of the power moves that I'm doing right now is I'm slowly increasing how much I'm reading. For example, if you're normally reading just an ayah a day, you might want to bump that this week to five ayah a day, right? And then maybe the next week, if you can do 10 ayah a day. So you, you want to just slowly, slowly, incrementally by just a couple percents, increase your reading. Maybe you're a person who reads like a page a day, bravo, right? Maybe you want to start by reading two to three pages a day and then the next week, four to five or six pages a day. You're slowly, slowly, slowly increasing. So when Ramadan comes, it doesn't hit you off, off guard. You get where I'm going with this? Okay, so that's tip number one. And you know, some people are going to say, I don't have time, sis. Ladies, just a reminder, our entire purpose life purpose. Maybe there's people out on YouTube doing like these, let me explore my life purpose. Muslims know what their life purpose is. It's ibadah. It's worshiping Allah. If we don't have time to do that, our priorities are upside down. Just going to call it out. Okay. Make that time. I'm sure with all the time that we scroll on TikTok or something like that, to be fair, we could give five, 10 minutes of that to that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't we think, you know, whatever else we're doing, Netflix, anime, whatever you're doing, like just give it five, 10 minutes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make a niyyah to do that. Allah will make it easy. Ask Allah to help you. He'll make it easy. All right. That's the first piece of advice. All right. Number two power move right now is to start pulling away from less beneficial things. A lot of people are like, I'm going to do all this stuff right up until Ramadan. And then I'm going to like detox for 30 days. Um, I'm going to be totally honest. That is not the way you're supposed to do it. For example, even some people are like texting guys. Some people are hanging out 
in mixed settings. Some people are listening to music that they know they shouldn't. Some people are like, whatever it is that you're doing, that might not be your particular jam, but like, let's just pretend it's like wasting hours on YouTube or Snapchat or like whatever it is you're doing. Everybody has their thing, right? That they know they really shouldn't do. So people often look at Ramadan as like, this is where I'm going to get it all together. I'm just going to do the haram or the the mukhru, like all the way up until then. Like, guys, that's why a Ramadan doesn't go well because that's not the way it works. So I'm giving you my number two power move, which is to slowly pull away from things that are less beneficial. If you've been binge watching Netflix or YouTube, staying up late, missing Fezure, this is where you're going to slowly start to stop doing that start to stop look at that <laughs> um because doing it all of a sudden at Ramadan is kind of abrasive and it doesn't work on top of that we're supposed to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're sincere how sincere does it look that we really are sorry and we really want his help if we knowingly keep doing it up until this point where we know like bam okay at this point I got to get it together doesn't look so sincere right? I mean, let's be really fair. So reorganizing my life at this time means, um, like right now I might be like deleting apps or something that I think I'm spending too much time on or making sure I'm like getting off of them more often. Like I haven't been on Instagram as much. If you see me, like I'm very like light touching it. Um, yes, because I'm getting ready to go abroad and do other things for Ramadan, like I said, but also because I'm training my brain that I'm going to like put stuff up, but not stay on there. Um, and also things like, um, like videos, um, you can start to change what types of videos you watch, maybe getting your heart ready. I'm talking about like, if you're usually watching like tons of day in the life, of just like random people all day long, you know, it's it's so interesting because like so many people aren't living their life any differently, but they're just watching everyone else's life and like living through it vicariously, right? Like I don't really clean my house. My room's kind of trash right now, but I'm going to watch someone else do a cleaning video and feel really good about them cleaning up their space. (laughs) It's kind of crazy, right? So by the way, I'm doing an organization video on YouTube. (laughs) you can check it out no but mine is mine's gonna be geared toward this like helping you with Ramadan so it it'll still be beneficial I'm gonna like show you how I do this in my house that'll be coming up probably towards the 28th of Feb but the point is um we are slowly putting things up on YouTube and you can do the same with like just switching into the gear of like getting my space ready whether it's my phone right starting to clean up your phone clean up your space. You see me, I'm doing little organizational things on the YouTube video that's releasing today. I'm organizing things in my kitchen. Um, you know, getting my space ready, getting rid of the things that are distracting me, making me feel overwhelmed so that I can get into Ramadan with a good headspace. So number two is pulling away from less beneficial things and kind of getting things organized or putting things in my head, in my face, and like everywhere surrounding myself with things that are more beneficial from now so I can ease into Ramadan already having my mind in that headspace. And one sheikh, he did a great job of talking about like when people approach prayer, like Salah with the phone, excuse me, he talks about how people like, when it's time for prayer, they'll be like on their phone texting and then they stop texting, put the phone down and go, Allahu Akbar. But their brain is still on the text, right? Or they were just scrolling through TikTok, put it down like, okay, got to pray. But their brain is still on TikTok. Or maybe you were watching like an anime or maybe you were like checking a cooking video, like whatever it is you do. And then they put it down like your brain for the first couple minutes is still in that thing. And then the prayer is only a couple minutes. So like the majority of the prayer, there's no khushula, there's no focus. And then people are like, why does my focus, you know, not so amazing in Salah? And that's part of it, right? 
So here's the same thing with Ramadan. As we clear these things right before Ramadan, we're pulling distractions away. More likely, we're going to be focused in Ramadan. All right, going into power move number three, um, eating later in the day. So this is just a really small thing. This is a lot easier probably than maybe some of the other ones, but like eating, or maybe it's not, maybe it's harder for you. So for example, if I normally have breakfast at nine, then all this week I'll have breakfast no earlier than 9.30. If I usually start drinking my coffee, I'm just giving examples, um, at nine. nine o'clock, I'll start drinking my coffee at 9.30. If you make things later and later and later, um, then inshallah bismillah ta'ala, um, it is something where you're going to slowly be able to um, get into your eating pattern a lot better. Because what happens is if you do this for every week, every week, every week, 30 minutes later, 30 minutes later, by the time you hit Ramadan, maybe you're eating your breakfast by 12. Then when you go to do fasting, it's not like hitting you in the face that you have to stop eating breakfast and your normal routine of driving into work. Now, some of you might have issues where you're at work, you're at uni, and you have to eat before you get in. I get that. So maybe what you can do is to shift to have lighter meals. You get me? There has to be some type of physical body shift at this point. And, you know, You might say, well, you know, it's too early for that. I'll do that when it gets closer to Ramadan. Again, people usually don't keep those promises to themselves. Number one, if you can do it, great. But the other thing is we're trying to train our body and our body needs time. So we also don't want to like abruptly stop that in our body and, and then like feel pressured and then be like, oh, I couldn't do it. I'm so horrible. I'm just helping you avoid all those emotions and that entire situation. So another one power move is that I'm doing that usually right now. And number four is fasting. So a lot of women have fast to make up, right? Because of our menstruation and so forth. By the way, we're going to have tons of stuff on how to help you with menstruation, with your focus in your prayer, with getting close to Allah. Um, even I'm giving away entire free ebooks that I've put together inside of the mentorship program when I do it with the women. That's one of the bonuses I give them. I give them, um, all these ebooks on like how to stay motivated, how to have deal with like weight loss or health in Ramadan. And so those are going to be all gifts for women that enter into that program with me. But like, yeah, stuff like that where people are thinking about um, that, it's really, really important to get your head wrapped around that right now. So making up any of your fasts, okay. But if you can even fast right now in this month, extra like the prophet peace be upon him he would start to do that in the month before ramadan so as that month is coming in before i'm getting our head together with that so just putting that out there as well and my last suggestion is i usually take out that notebook where i have all my goals in there and i start to review my goals and i don't make my new ones yet i just go like okay so i said i was going to read the whole quran that didn't quite work out but let me ask myself why this is powerful when you actually like don't just make new goals for the next year you're not like oh it didn't work out okay I'll just try again this year nope you need to think about why it didn't work out because otherwise it's just going to happen again doesn't that make sense like if you don't fix it how is it going to not happen again so so what I do is I'll go like oh like maybe it was a life event Maybe it was the way I organized my schedule. Maybe I was being super unrealistic about the goal I set. Maybe it was about the fact that I realized I wasn't um, organizing my time before Ramadan. So when Ramadan hit, I was kind of thrown off. Like have that five-minute conversation with yourself, like for each goal, like why didn't that work? Be honest. 
You know, I do this again inside the mentorship. I help women to diagnose like where they were last Ramadan and where they want to be this one and how to how to bridge the gap so that you can have your best Ramadan yet, which is like what I'm asking you to start doing right now. Review those goals just to be ahead and start asking yourself why it didn't work out. And here's the thing. Since last Ramadan, a lot has probably happened in your life. Just think of the year 2020, like that whole change, right? Nobody was expecting it. So when that Ramadan came in, right? And then the next Ramadan, okay, like things were a little bit better with the pandemic, but some people were still pretty jaded from the last situation in Ramadan. They went into that Ramadan with so many fears of being alone in Ramadan again, especially reverts, really hard for them. Especially women who live in communities where there's not a lot of Muslims, really hard, right? May Allah make it easy for all our sisters everywhere around the world. Like even let's look in India right now, there's issues with women practicing. Like everywhere in the world has its own unique challenge. But now we can put that in our mind. We know that's going to come. What am I going to do about it? I'm not going to pretend it's not happening. I'm not going to get like, oh, forget it. What's the point? Nope. I'm going to think instead, okay, okay. There's a solution. I just haven't found it yet. I was reading this quote from Nelson Mandela the other day that said, everything seems impossible until it's done. And so that's, that's powerful right there. And that's not even a Muslim speaking, right, in, in that sense. So what I want you to put in your mind is that anything is powerful and possible by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it does take a little bit of thought process. So five minutes for each goal, just saying, why didn't it work out? Put in your mind, okay, and then whatever that is that you come up with your answer, start putting it into practice now. If it was, oh, you know, my, my sleeping schedule was messed up, okay. Start putting your sleeping schedule together right now. Not the day before Ramadan. Not three days before Ramadan. You guys following my trend here? Okay. So the last piece of advice, I'm going to give you my power bonus tip. Okay. This is it. This is the big one. So I tell a lot of women, and if you're in my usra or in my halakha from like years on, when I used to do all these in New York City, I used to always tell women right before Ramadan, what? What did I tell them? I said, right before Ramadan, shaitan knows he's going to get chained up, right? The big shaitan, not the little shaitan, so don't be fooled. But he's going to get tied up. So he plants a seed right before Ramadan to ruin your entire Ramadan. He's going to make you have a huge fight with your husband. He's going to make you have a huge stressful situation happen with your parents or with your children. He's going to maybe like a huge dramatic thing is going to happen. And he's going to plant that seed of dissension and he's going to walk away. Can you identify anything right now in your life that is super overwhelming? That could be a relationship problem with somebody else. I want you to think about it right now because it's definitely something we have to put in our mind or it will take over our Ramadan. So as I end the podcast now, I just want you to put in your mind that the shaitan is going to try to get you right now. So put in your mind, this is from shaitan. If I'm fighting with my husband, I need to put in my mind like I need to maybe work on myself right now. I'm not saying it's not anything to do with his fault. I'm saying is the way to fix relationships, and this is a whole nother podcast, starts with us. There's a lot we can control, even though we feel we can't. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of you. You guys know I have my calls. You can do consultation calls. A lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, you're booked. I know, guys, but there's always the 45-minute calls if you want. I'm going to try to link everything below. Um, definitely, definitely, if you jump on my website, www.mindful-muslima.com right now, you can get on my wait list for all the Ramadan freebies that I'm sending out. Um, if you're on my email list, you're probably already going to start getting those very shortly. And inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. Don't forget, we're going to have that five-day challenge for Ramadan starting March 15th. You can register and get on in to the group. We're going to have so much fun. I have guest speakers coming in. I have a beautiful host from the UK. I can't announce her yet. Shout out to you, sis. 
She knows who she is. And inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, looking forward to spending so much time with you guys this Ramadan. I will see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.